Welcome back, everybody, to the Brad Jack Show. Uh, another good NFL week in the books. Uh, Brad, I'm not really sure what he's going to say this podcast with the Bills, you know, taking the unfortunate L against the Dolphins. But nonetheless, Brad, say what's up, man. How's it going? Good, man. Good, good, Is it? good. I'm happy we got through another week. Yeah, it's good, man. It's a good... Listen... <laughs> We'll get yeah. into it, but it's a it's it's a good loss. It's not a bad one. It's a good one. Okay. But um, yeah, had a good week. There's a lot of good games, a lot going on this week. I know your team got a win. Um, we got a, a couple upsets, a couple teams that you know we thought were going to be good at the beginning beginning of the season, and you know we thought maybe they get better after the first two games, and they just keep looking worse and worse. But we're gonna get into that right now. You want to start us off? Uh, yeah, um, well, there's actually an NFL game going on right now. We're, we're, uh, shooting this podcast, podcast, everybody on Monday night and the Giants are playing the Cowboys right now. Um, it's 23 to 13, but we'll get into that, uh, next podcast, but we'll start it off with the Pittsburgh and Cleveland game. This was that Thursday night game, I believe. Um, but yeah, the Browns took a 29 to 17 dub. It's not. I mean, Jacoby Brissett's holding holding it down. He's holding the four down. That's that's what I can say about the Browns. And of course, their rushing their rushing offense is phenomenal. I mean, Nick Chubb, Cream Hunt. What what can you ask for more? Um, the Steelers. Mitchell Trubisky is not a good quarterback. He is a backup quarterback. He should not be holding the rock now. I believe Kenny Pickett's time is is now. Uh, the run game. Najee Harris. He's he's shown what he can do. And. Um, yeah, it's it's a rough situation over there in Pittsburgh right now, but good job on Cleveland side. Yeah, I agree. And if you go back to our last podcast, we predicted Cleveland to win this game, and we might have been close on our scores. I can't remember exactly what we had said, but we did have the Browns winning this Thursday night game. Um, it was pretty obvious that this was going to lean in their favor. Um, we did pick the Browns, right? Yes. Yes, we did, we did. pick the Browns. I don't even yeah. think I would have picked the I think it was solely based off of their run game, and, and obviously their run game showed out. Nick Chubb breaks another 100 yards, 113 yards, averaged 4.9, and got a touchdown in there. Kareem Hunt did his job, um, really good out of the backfield in the passing game. And then the Pittsburgh, you know, um, yeah. not much going on on offense. Good uh, good defense by, by, by Cleveland here today. Um Trubisky, 20 for 32, 207. Najee Harris, 1556 yards. Probably needs a little more for, more than more than that. Uh, need more out of Najee Harris if they want to win some games. Yeah, I agree. Um, I think the run game needs to come alive. The quarterback situation is not well over there in, in Pittsburgh. Um, I don't know what Mike Tomlin's going to do now um, starting this next week because he is, he is one and two now. So it's big questions over there in Pittsburgh. Cleveland, you know, like I said, Jacoby Brissett holding down the fort. Let's see what they can do uh, moving forward. But um, let's go ahead and move forward. We're going to move on to the uh, Saints game. The Saints, uh, New Orleans Saints versus the Carolina Panthers. Uh, they played in Carolina. Um, Baker Mayfield, he's just showing like what an average QB he pretty much is. I mean, 12 for 25, uh, 170 yards, 180 break the 200 mark uh, with a touchdown. 
not much. Uh, Christian McCaffrey had a pretty decent game, 25 for 108. Um, no tutties, but um, he's obviously showcasing what he what what he's you know supposed to do as a power back there. Um, he, this not much from the Saints side. I mean, showing fat mm-hmm. goose eggs from well, all three quarters, all first three quarters, and then putting up a fourteen spot in the last. Last quarter, you you want to chime in on that? I don't have much to say about the Saints. Yeah, I will. I will say the Saints. The Saints offense um, put up numbers as far as yardage goes, and uh, I'm not. I'm not sure if I'm the only person that had had Chris Olave on their team and decided to drop him before week Tough. three, and then a Chris Olave went out there and had nine catches for 150 Tough. yards. Um, I'm very upset about that. I don't know if he's still on the waivers. I might have to check <laughs> that. But he had a huge game. Traquan Smith with 105. That's two receivers. For the Saints, that broke 100 yards. Um, Jameis Winston pushing 350. You know, they 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 looked like they they were able to do it through the air, um, just not being able to put up points on the yeah. board. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and that's really the main main statistic there. That's that's what matters. Christian McCaffrey, 108. Um, you know, really the run game and then uh, the defense for the for the for the Panthers uh, held it down. Um, and they, they came in with the dub here. What's well, funny, I don't, I don't know what uh, if you're on a site now, right now, but I, I'm looking at all the scores in NFL, and they don't even have Chris Olave um, under the stat line for the Saints. Because he, he had a huge game. He had a huge game, and, and yep. he's not even on the list. They have Traquan Smith, yep. first receiver. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I see Chris Olave, nine catches, 147 yards. I got to dig for that. That's crazy. 49-yard catch. Anyways, the Panther, the Panthers, the Carolina Panthers are now one and two. The Saints are one and two. The Panthers are still trying to find themselves a Baker Mayfield at the gun. Um, that's not all. Really, all we really can say about the, the Panthers at this point. Their defense is is holding them in these games, but. I'm not really sure what I can say about them going forward. The Saints, if James yeah. Winston can can stay healthy and you know be a, a more than average, better than average quarterback, then the Saints might be okay. But you know, losing to the Panthers, it's not looking well for them right now. Yeah, I think the I think the Panthers need a. Uh, I think the Panthers have a coaching problem they need to yeah. address, and you know, until that's fixed, um, they're going to lose some games this year. Um, but we're going to move on. Um, we're just going to give out a few scores here. We're not going to go over these games. If you're fans of these teams, I apologize. But um, the Bears come away with a dub against the Texans, 23-20. to The Texans 0-2-1 now. Um, kind of expected from the Texans. Bears can't, came away with this one. But, you know, once again, um, they're 2-1. and But they don't, they don't look like they should be 2-1. Um, we're going to move on from that. Um, Everybody counted the Bears out the season. That's all I'm saying. <clears throat> Everybody that? counted the Bears out the season, so it's a, kind of a surprise they're two and one, but they're not a yeah. you know two and one team. I agree with what you're saying. Yeah. And then uh, another another game that we're gonna give out here: twenty-seven to twenty-three. The Falcons beat the Seahawks. Oh. Um, a game I did not pay attention to at all this weekend. Correct. But it looks like Seahawks played abysmal. 
Um, didn't have a very good game. Geno Smith threw a lot of passes, got good yardage, but just a high-scoring game. Um, probably came down to a play or two there. And then the last game I'm going to uh, give the score out to is the 49ers and the Broncos. The Broncos come away 11-10. to 10. Very low-scoring game, low-scoring game of the week. The game. I, I watched that game. It was the ugliest game I've ever <clears throat> seen in my in my life, to be honest. Uh, 49ers don't look horrible. good. And the Broncos have so many problems. And, I'm, you know, Broncos are 2-1, and one, but there's I don't see them um, having above – 10 wins by the end of the season. Maybe nah, not. Yeah, less than that. Probably less. I mean, yeah, they look really. I mean, I'm giving you the max. Yeah. Like, max 10 wins. Stop if trying to be nice. To pick it up, but the massive coaching problem. Russell Wilson looks like he's not the same Russell Wilson, and they, they have stuff to adjust. But, um, yeah, we're going to get into the Jaguars game here. I'm going to pass it off to the Jacksonville natives. Yes, sir. Jack. Yes, sir. Uh, to my audience, I do reside in Jacksonville, Florida. Um, it's a nice place. It's a nice place to live. I, I love it here. And I uh, recently found myself to be somewhat of a Jacksonville Jaguars fan. Um, and I'm aware of the the past years. It's uh, been pretty pretty bad. So I'm looking at this game now. 38-10. to 10, Jacksonville Jaguars over the Los Angeles Chargers over in Los Angeles. And... I want to tell you this is this is the first away game Trevor Lawrence has won, I believe, since 2019, 2020. I think the last game they won was with the Raiders. Yes, that's that's correct. It was over in um, I believe when they were in Oakland still, which was which is pretty wild. Um, but yeah, I the Jaguars played great. You know, granted Justin Herbert was pretty beat up this game. I think he has like four broken ribs. Um, and the whole Chargers team was riddled with, with injuries, to be honest. But I want to hype up the Jaguars for a second. I mean, their defense is looking stellar. Um, held Justin Herbert to... Um, oh, wow, I was going to say less yards than what I thought. So he went 25 for 45 for 297 yards. That's actually not a... Not a you know, it's like an average completion to attempts ratio. And, and one touchdown, one interception. But the Jaguars' defense... Holding the Chargers to ten points and just and putting twenty thirty eight up on the board, come on! I mean, the Jaguars needed coaching, and this is what they have. This is what they found in Doug Peterson, and I believe this is this is what's going to propel this team to 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 playoff hype. Um, I believe they they look the best in the FC South right now. I'm going to come out and say it. I believe most people will agree with me. Um, and I just I just love this win over the Chargers. I, I think they have a huge test next week against the Eagles, but I. I'm loving. I'm drinking the Kool Aid here in Jacksonville right now. Yep, yep. Jacksonville looks great. Trevor Lawrence seems like he he's moving back to his college self. The guy that they thought that he you know they had drafted in the beginning, he, he looks like he's stepping into his stride now. And then I think Christian Kirk was a great pickup. I think a lot of people doubted that pickup by Jacksonville, but he seems to make very clutch plays in very key moments. And uh, Jacksonville has a bright future. Defense looks great. Yes, sir. Let's move on. Um, since since uh, you talked about your Jags game, I, I guess I'll go ahead and okay. and get it over with. Okay. Um, so I was down here in Miami for this Bills-Dolphins game. And if you guys know the podcast, um, I am a Bills fan, diehard. I was down in Miami for this game. Um, it was very hot. 
Um, not an excuse. I think both teams were going down with some heat, heat injuries. Um, I think the Dolphins have one of the greatest home field advantages out of any football team in the NFL. Um, because as I was watching the stands, I think it was it, I mean, it was obviously noticeable. You could see it on footage as well. Um, I don't know if it's by design, but the Dolphins like built this stadium that way. So 1 o'clock games, the sun is on the away bench at all times. But, I mean, goddamn, it's got to be the greatest home field advantage that there is in the NFL around this time. You know, obviously, as we move into the winter, it, it won't matter as much. But early games, now sun's beating on you. I mean, I think they said it, it felt like 105. I think it was in the uh, low 90s. Um, and the sun was just beating down on the Bills. The Bills came into this game super, super injured. Uh, they had three defensive line starters out, and Ed Oliver, Tim Settle, and Jordan Phillips, their entire secondary, were uh, backups and rookies. Uh, Kyrie Lamb, the rookie, Benford, the rookie, who actually got injured with a high sprained ankle this game. Um, UDFA uh, stepped in for him. Um, their all-pro safeties were out, and Jordan Poyer, Micah Hyde, Jaquan Jones, and Damar Hamlin stepped in there. Um, center Mitch Morse was out um for this game and then offensive linemen throughout the game i mean everyone was going out the receivers were going out of the game because of the heat uh offensive linemen a lot of injuries for the bills and there's a few injuries coming in this game for the miami as well but miami came out on top 21 to 19 um the dolphins put up um i believe 212 total yards let me get the exact number here um 200 212 total yards by the Miami Dolphins. Um, the Buffalo Bills put up 497 total yards. Um, time of possession, Bills had the ball for 41 minutes. Miami had it for 19 minutes. Just by the statistics, it looks like. I mean, it's so lopsided, it's crazy. And and it, it really came down to Miami's defense uh, holding up the Bills at, 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 the end, at the end zone, not letting them get the points on the board. Um, a lot of mistakes by the Bills. There's a, sh- a shanked field goal. You know that goes in. We could have won the game technically by the by the score difference, differential. Uh, Matt Milano drops a uh, clear pick six. Um, Gabe Davis drops an end zone touchdown. Um, you know a lot of a lot of little things, and I think the big story out of this is the end of the game where we got the butt punt, which is trending around the league right now. Uh, we had him backed up on the one. Kicker had no room to kick. Kicked right into his uh, his blocker. Uh, blocker's ass and the Bills picked up a safety with a minute 30 to go um, all they need is a field goal to win they marched downfield and uh, I think there's 18 seconds left on the clock Isaiah McKenzie gets the ball couldn't get out of bounds the play dragged on because Miami's uh, D-line was just getting through all game and and the, the clock expired and that's that's how they went out but um, Josh Allen had a great game uh, Bill's defense, I mean, realistically, statistically, you know, for, for how many people they had out, they had a great game, uh, you know, letting up 212 total yards. I mean, you can't really ask for much more. And, um, yeah, the Bills just couldn't get it done. It was just little mistakes, um, you know, mixed in with, you know, the heat and injured players. But Dolphins played a great a great game. Uh, Waddle had two major catches. Uh, he totaled in at 102 102 yards four catches Tyreek not too much coming out of him two catches 33 yards um you know realistically Waddle was in the entire offense 
for the uh, the Dolphins. Those two big plays get taken away, and I think the Bills come out on top. But um, it's just good good play design, good setups. They they drove down the field there um, on that that one or one or two drives, and and uh, yeah, I think I think the 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 big decider for this game was the was was in the trenches. Um, the Dolphins just got through all game. They got through to Allen. They came up with four sacks. And, um, you know, it made a big difference. Yeah. Um, God, I'm, I'm kind of heartbroken for you. But um, like Josh Allen said, next week it is. You move forward, you know. You think about the next yep. game, and that's what it is. That's how it is. Yep. And like I said, you know, this was a good loss, right? right? Yeah. Not a bad loss. Like Von Miller. Um, we, we had, you know, through everything that we, we – we went through, you know, all the players out, you know, all the adversity we went through. One, it's a learning experience, and two, we almost fucking beat them. So, yeah. um, I'll take it. It's a good loss. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, you can't really say much about it. The Dolphins had, like you said, they played good defense in the, in the end zone and or in the red zone, and they stopped you when they needed to stop you. So, mm-hmm. we'll see on the, down the line, you know. If this might affect the, these two teams, but um, let's move yep. on. All right, so uh, we can move on to the Chiefs Colts game here. The Chiefs ball to the Colts, twenty to seventeen. Um, the Colts, you know, the reason this blow, this one blows me away is the Jaguars just beat the Colts twenty zero, and then they go and play the Chiefs in Indianapolis. And they, they beat them 2017. So this was a unexpected upset here. Weird. And I guess technically the Jaguars um, the Jaguars are better than the Chiefs. Uh, correct. I would have to agree with that statement. <laughs> I'll let you take over. I'll be right back. Okay, sure. Um, yeah, the Colts and Chiefs game, like Brad was talking about, the Jaguars put an absolute ass whooping on the Indianapolis Colts in Jacksonville. And it was a bloodbath. Uh, final score was like twenty-four to nothing, I believe. They, they they shut them out. And for the Colts to go into Kansas City, or no, they 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 were playing in um in Indianapolis. For the Chiefs to lose to the Colts after getting blown out by the Jacksonville Jaguars, I I don't know what to say about the Colts. I mean, Matt Ryan. He, I don't know what to say. There's, there's just so many talks about the coaching staff in Indianapolis. It just needs to go. There needs to be a lot of changes. Frank Wright just is an abysmal coach um, through those first couple of games. But then, then you, then you play Kansas City and you win the game. Um, Jelani Woods had an absolutely phenomenal game. The rookie stepped up big time. Um, there was just some sort of connection that Matt Ryan had with him that was just it was just phenomenal the entire game. Uh, the Colts' defense played pretty well. Um, Came away with a big interception at the end of the game to seal it when Patrick Mahomes was marching down the field. Yes. I was just about to mention that right when you came in. Excellent timing. <laughs> Sorry about that. No, 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 you're all right. 
But yeah, there's not really much to say. I guess the Chiefs just absolutely blew this game. I mean, you can't you can't lose to the to the Indianapolis Colts after they just got blown out by the Jacksonville Jaguars. I know I'm kind of shitting on the Jaguars, but come on, you can't let that happen. I think I think Andy Reid just just choked this game. Probably came in here, thought it was a cakewalk, and then they lost. So. Yep. So the Chiefs um, fall to two and one. Yeah, that that could be detrimental too. This game could be. It's AFC, AFC, uh, technically AFC rival in a way. Yeah. And the Colts, I believe, can make a comeback as far as the AFC race goes because there's a lot of uh, openings there. Right. But uh, we can move on here to the Raiders and the Titans. The Raiders. <laughs> the Titans come away with a win against the Raiders here, 24-22. to This was a big, 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 big game. Both teams come into this game 0-2. Um, both teams were kind of high expectations coming into the year. But uh, the Raiders fall to 0-3 with uh, Derek Carr and Devontae Adams over there. And the Titans come away with a, with a, a, a squeaker here, 24-22. to The Titans... Only scored in the first half. They scored seven in the first quarter, seventeen in the second. Gave up twelve in the second half, and and still held out. <clears throat> still held out. Came away with a with a win here. Derek Carr threw for three hundred three, um, fifty nine percent passing percentage, two touchdowns, and an interception. Um, really nothing going on. Adams needs to get back. I don't, did Adams get injured here? He had one catch no. for, for negative four yards. I don't think he got injured. Very, very, very surprising to see Adams there. Um, you go and trade for a guy like that, or you sign a guy like that, and and you you expect to you expect him to, to get a lot of work. But um, the Titans really spread it out all over the field as far as passing goes. Robert Woods eighty five, Derrick Henry fifty eight, um, Westbrook forty, Hilliard thirty, Hooper nineteen. I mean, everyone seemed like they were getting passes this game. Um, Tannehill, 70% completion, 264 yards, touchdown, interception. And then uh, the Titans defense come away with a sack and an interception as well as a forced fumble. So big game by the Titans. They really needed this one if they want to make a run here in the uh, in the AFC. Yeah, um, I agree. I don't think those stats are right. For this Raiders game, I believe Devontae Adams had a touchdown. Um, really? Yeah. What am I looking? No, at? no, no. I, I'm. I was seeing the exact same thing. That's why I'm. Well, it might have got overturned. Anyways, okay. Well, let's let's get past that. The Raiders. The Raiders are 0-3 now. They're not a good football team. Devontae Adams need to be needs to be more activated within this offense. Um, Josh Jacobs needs to be more explosive. Their defense is absolutely horrendous. It's falling apart. It's disgusting. They can't get anything going. They can't stop anybody. Derrick Henry actually looked good this game. He didn't look like an old fucking man. And that's pretty much it for the Raiders. You can't really say much. That, that's yeah, it. Yeah, I'm going to go back to Devontae Adams because you are right. Devontae Adams had five catches for 36 yards okay, and a okay. touchdown. Um, I was looking at the rushing column. Rushing. Well, there you Devontae go. Devontae Adams <laughs> had one rush for negative four yards. So don't run Devontae Adams. Don't run him, yeah. Because it confuses me. Yeah. <laughs> and he gets negative yards. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that's <laughs> that's 
that's that's pretty much it. Mac Hollins, who the hell is that guy? <laughs> Jesus Christ! Now I'm looking at all the pat. You know what? I was looking at the rushing too. God, we are bad. We are bad at this. We'll figure it out. We will figure it um, out. But yeah, I guess Mac Hollins. I get. I think he's. Who is this guy? He's six years in the league. All right, so he is not a rookie. He had a huge game. Well, there you go. They still lost. I think they tried to make a comeback in the end, but it just got blown apart. The, the, the Titans defense held it together. And that's that for that game. Let's move on. All right. So I'll, I'll take this next game with the Ravens and the Patriots, and uh, and then Jack will we'll get to your, your Eagles here after this. The Ravens come away with the big win against the Patriots, 37-26. Um... Pretty surprising that Patriots put up 26 points against usually a pretty dominant Ravens defense in, in, in history. But um, Lamar Jackson, 18 th or 18 completions, 62%, uh, 218 yards, four touchdowns, four passing touchdowns, and one interception. Um, he also had a rushing touchdown, uh, 107 rushing yards. That's back-to-back 100-yard -back games for Lamar Jackson. It's ridiculous. Um, Ravens came away with... Three interceptions and a sack. And still allowed 26 points, which is very, very, very surprising. But still, pretty dominant game from the Ravens. Um, Lamar Jackson looks unguardable at the moment. That's two weeks in a row where he, he's completely shredded defenses. And he looks like a very, very scary MVP candidate for the 2022 season, Mac Jones coming away with 321 yards, 68 completion percentage, zero touchdowns and three interceptions. Um, very scary day for Mac Jones. Um, rushing was the only bright side for the Patriots. Uh, Stevenson with a, a rushing touchdown. Uh, Damian Harris with one. And uh, Mac Jones also ran one in. Uh, Mac Jones ran five times for 31 yards. Looks like he had to run quite a bit this game. Patriots defense come away with four sacks. Uh, Dietrich Wise coming out of the game with three sacks to himself. Uh, big game on the defensive side for Dietrich Wise uh, and the New England Patriots, but just not enough to get the win. Ravens look great. Lamar Jackson looks great. And uh, and uh, as a Bills fan, um, you know, Lamar worries me, but um, it'll be a good game coming up this next week for them. Yeah, um, that's a huge game, isn't it? A huge game next week with the Bills and Ravens. I think um, it's a scary time for the New England Patriots. Uh, they're, I don't know what to think about Bill Belichick anymore. Um, since Tom Brady's departure, he has not won a playoff game. And I, I don't know what to think about this Patriots team this year you know they've had those couple those last couple of years you know average and then you know they got destroyed in the playoffs first round exits i don't i don't know what to think about them i think mac jones is he's just a game manager type deal he he's not a lamar jackson you know he and lamar jackson i don't know why people shit on his arm dude's got a cannon he, his accuracy is is shifty sometimes but when he's on he's on he's got a cannon and he's got legs Mac Jones is more of like a robotic kind of statue quarterback. sits in the pocket, finds, you know, open guy. He doesn't really move your, his move move his legs a lot, and that gets him, you know, sacked. Like 
you know, the Ravens put up about, what, four sacks today? I mean, it's a... Uh, I don't know what to think about this Patriots offense. I, I don't know what to think about their defense as well. Um, but the Ravens need to play, need to play better defense if they're going to have a chance in this in this playoff run. You can't let you can't let this 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 dismay of an offense of the Patriots put up twenty six points against you. You just can't. Yeah, yep. Yeah. I mean, they you know they get three they get three interceptions, but um, you know the main stat is going to be yeah, points, points there. Is and, points. And, you know, twenty six is too much. Yeah, um, but that that's that game. Uh, Ravens gonna have to fight it out with the Bills this year, I believe. And the Dolphins, but don't uh, don't let Brad hear that. Moving on, let's get the Eagles and Washington game. Um, not really much to say about this. Jalen Hurts is a freaking beast this year. Uh, yes, I'm saying that through three games, this guy is a legit, um, or this team is a legit Super Bowl contender. I also believe. Um, they just got weapons all around. I mean, Miles Sanders, if he stays healthy, he, he guy's a beast. Um, the run game, we've talked about this last week when they blew out the uh, the Minnesota Vikings. So Jalen Hurts is doing the same thing all all throughout the same same uh, all throughout those three games, those first three games. He's got a uh, 340 yards. He's got three touchdowns in the air. He also had nine carries for twenty yards. I mean, this guy, this guy's a monster. I think the Eagles, the Eagles have a really good team this year, and I think, I think if they put the pieces together, I think if their coaching staff can can um, maybe step up some defense this year. I know they, I know the Lions put up big points against them on week one, but I believe if they get these pieces together, they can be a really good team this year. I think, I think they're the. I think them and the Dolphins are the only 3-0 team this year, I believe. But um, yep. or right now, at least. Well, yeah, right now. And um, yeah, Commanders suck. Carson Wentz is not good. He just had one of his literally probably the worst Carson Wentz game you can have. And um, I just feel bad for the receivers, Jeremy McLaurin and uh, Curtis Samuel. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yep, I think I think. The Eagles' defense is taking a step in the right direction because they put a monstrous defensive line game up with eight sacks and two forced fumbles up yeah. there. Um, just absolutely just blew through that offensive line of Washington. Um, definitely great complimentary football. This was a good all around good team good win. good game for the Eagles. Um, although you know it is a depleted Washington team, um, this is an NFL football, and to come come away with the game. <laughs> Like that is is good no matter who you're playing. Yeah. And they've done it for three weeks now. So Eagles look great. Definitely contenders at the moment. And I would say top of the NFC. Yeah, I agree. Let's run this Vikings game real fast. Um, 28-24. Yeah, 28-24. Vikings took a dub over the divisional matchup against the Detroit Lions. Um, big game for Kirk Cousins. 24-41, 260, two touchdowns in the air. Dalvin Cook also had a good game, 17 carries, 96 yards, touchdown as well. It's pretty much it for the Vikings there. Defense is not doing really well, but let the uh, Lions put up 24 against them. Jared Goff had interception, 27 yards in the air as well as a touchdown. Jamal Williams stepped up. I know DeAndre Swift got a little hurt during this game. Uh, Jamal Williams, 20 carries, 87 yards, two touchdowns. Uh, stepped up pretty well for the Lions this game. But that's pretty much it. Um, big divisional matchup win over against uh, the Lions. Yep. 
And we're just going to run through some scores here. Yeah. And start uh, wrapping this up. Um, the Rams come away with a uh, their second win, and they beat the Cardinals 20-12. to um, The Packers beat the Bucks 14-12. to Aaron Rodgers getting some revenge on Brady for all those years. Bucks offense is not um, looking good this year. Yeah, the Bucks. The Bucks have some serious problems on offense. Their defense is really saving them throughout these games. Yep. Um, definitely questions that need to be answered there. And I believe that's all the games. Um, Broncos uh, beat the 49ers eleven to ten. I think we might have gone over that. I'm not too sure. Uh, the Dallas but. and Giants game just ended. We got a final yep. of the Dallas Cowboys victorious in this one, twenty three to sixteen over the Giants. Let me check that quick stat line. Cooper Rush, 21 for 31, 215 yards with a touchdown. Tony Pollard. I'm telling you. 13 carries, 105 yards. No touchdown, but that's a big game. Ezekiel Elliott had a big game. Okay. Okay, what are you going to say about Cooper Rush real fast? Uh, I was telling you last week, Cooper Rush. Yeah, that's right. happened for this Dallas Cowboys. I was telling that's you, right. I believe Cooper Rush is in a better spot this team than Dak Prescott is and I think Cooper Rush can make something happen with his team 67% is really good 215 yards touchdown no turnovers for Cooper Rush there I think I think you know I think this is, is a good step forward and they beat a, they beat an undefeated team in the Giants who have looked you know they got they've been getting away with some wins here so yeah we we, we have to remember that the Giants have a pretty pretty porous defense so I'm not taking it away from Cooper Rush. Cooper Rush, this guy, I don't even know how many games he started in his career. It's probably less than seven as an NFL player. Um, to come out here and, and start a game and 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 then go 67% and, and 215 yards in the air with a touchdown, you know, you know, I'm getting hyped for the boys. I'm getting hyped for the boys. Yep, yep it looks like um, Demarcus Lawrence. On the Cowboys Big defense came game. away with three sacks today. Six tackles and three sacks. Um, five sacks for the Cowboys. One interception by Trayvon Diggs, who came down with one. I think I believe that's his first of the season. Uh I believe that's yeah, I think that's true as well. Yeah. And then the the Giants just yeah. look I mean, the stat line looks abysmal. Daniel Jones. 54%, 196. Austin Allen came in for a pass. 100% completion percentage for Austin Allen. <laughs> Have a day. Um, but, yeah, nothing really was going for him. Saquon had some big runs. He got a touchdown in there, um, 81 yards for Saquon. Other than that, really not much going on. Um, the defense couldn't get any, any anywhere in the backfield. They got no turnovers, um, really no extra help there for the Giants. Yeah, the Giants are looking like the regular old Giants, but it, it's just—I don't want to, you know. I'm going to slow down a little bit. It's a divisional matchup. The Cowboys always play good against the Giants. Um, I think they're like ten of eleven when they play each other. So um, I don't want to count the Giants out just yet. But this game, you probably could have. Yeah. And uh, so with that, we're going to wrap it up with my biggest takeaways of week three. Um, number one, Jacksonville. 
Jacksonville's defense is something to look out for. They got the best different differential in turnovers. Sir. With plus seven. Plus seven differential. Um, they've only given up one uh, fumble, and they've they've come away with with eight inter- or eight um, turnovers so far this year, which leads the league. Um, my seven, my second big takeaway is the Miami Dolphins are frauds. Oh, and I don't see how a team that is getting that you know. You have tired you with the weapons that the Miami Dolphins have. How you don't put up more points against a, such a depleted secondary, um, in the Buffalo Bills, and I believe that they are frauds. Uh, but only time will tell for that. And uh, my my next big takeaway is I think I think I've got another fraud here. I believe the Buccaneers are frauds. And the only reason I say that is because your defense can only get you so far. You need complementary football, and I think they get a lot more losses this year than people may expect because the offense looks very, very sorry this year. And um, they they can't get points up on the board. That's three weeks in a row where I, I believe they've had under 20. Uh, maybe last week they might have had just over 20. I can't remember exactly, but um, they're just really not putting up enough um in my opinion, to make it deep into a playoff run. But, um, yeah, I would say those are my three biggest takeaways. The one thing I had to say about I want to say something about the Bucks offense. Um, never count Tom Brady out. You obviously know that. Um, Mike Evans has only gone for a game, I believe, with that suspension. And well, Chris Coburn, I think, is out for a little bit. So with Mike Evans coming back, I think, next week, it should be okay, you know, Tom Brady doing Tom Brady things. He did find the end zone um, against the Packers, but I think Russell Gage is, is their, like, number one right now, and that guy is, was, like, a wide receiver three on, on the on the Falcons. So, um, I think defense wins championships. So, we'll, we'll, we'll see what their defense can do and, and hold, hold them in some games as, as everybody starts to come back and, and get healthy on the – on the Buccaneers. But um, I think we're about ready to call the podcast tonight. Yep. Sounds good. Oh, It's a good week, uh, good week three. Hell yeah. It was a, it was a great week three. Um, I love the Jaguars' first take you have there. I think for playoff contenders uh, this year, um, it's a hot take. So, yeah. We're going to call it for this podcast. Thanks, everybody, for joining and uh, tuning in to listen to us and um we'll see you guys next time on week four recap and we will have some new segments in there as well so uh yes sir. brad till next time my good friend till next time peace